hello internet hello hello how are we doing how are you i'm fine but how's the internet on this cold day night evening wherever it's you're not, at it's not that well i don't know alexa what's the weather forecast Okay, so maybe it is a little cold. My bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty chilly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, with the heat going and, you know, um, heat heated seats in the car, you know, I stay pretty warm. That's why I like this time of year. I get to use the seats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, must be nice for all those cool car things. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. And just add on top of that, I have heated mirrors when there's ice. All these fancy schmancy things. But, you know, I paid for it, sadly. Yeah, you did. You did pay for it. Yeah, I did pay for it. So you can't complain. You did pay for it. I did pay for it. It's my fault. It's my fault, people. All right. Well, hey, it's Tuesday night. It's Scuba and Arai. It is episode 75 of our podcast. 75. It is, I know. It's a, a good round episodes. number because this is our final podcast for 2020. Yes. As we will be taking the next couple of weeks for the holidays off. And then uh, coming back in 2021. So all the goody fun there. Oh, yeah. Get the rest and relax. It is my Christmas break from school. So I don't know. My to do list for break seems to get longer and longer. Nah, mine's gets to get. Well, I don't know. It changes. Well, we'll see how it is. It's all yes. about prioritizing. Yeah. Prioritize gaming. In my book. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to try and work on the World Anvil stuff. I'm going to try and get some things lined up for 2020 or for next year. It's just like all the things, all the things. So, yeah. Things. Today we're going to have some fun. I'm going to do kind of a special thing today. Um, uh, Chili, I would say it's probably a bit of column A and a bit of column B. Mostly studio related and D&D related stuff, but we'll see how it goes. But anyways, tonight we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some something different. We are, are going to go through our normal podcast activities. Uh, we have our list of things to talk about tonight. We've got some movies to talk about. We're going to give uh, we're going to talk about cyberpunk and we're going to talk about some news things that kind of kind of came up. And then we're going to kind of shift over and we're going to do some Among Us here yeah. on the podcast uh i've got it queued up ready to go i'll give you guys the join code or all those fun things and we'll just do a community night playing among us uh for a little while as kind of a hey here let's let's try something different let's have a little fun let's make this kind of a holiday party so to speak party on with the christmas so spirit. before we get into the before we get into the get into that let's you know, do a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, first and foremost is a shout out and a thank you to everyone here in the community who's supporting us. Uh, all the follows, all the subscriptions, all the donations, all the bits, all of those things are great to help keep the lights on and keep us continuing moving forward with what we do. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, tagging out of that, a shout out and a thank you to the moderators. Uh, the moderating team uh, has been amazing uh, coming together this year. So this is kind of my end of year. Thank you to everybody who who helps out and has been uh, investing their time and energy into this. Uh, my moderator team, especially, you guys are great. Um, 
Thank and you. Keeping me sane and then and <laughs> being that sounding board to like this is a crazy idea or this is a good idea or let's re let's reevaluate. Um think about it. Uh thank you to Rye, of course, for spending pretty much every week coming over here. I think we've only had a, a few weeks where he we didn't come over or we didn't do a show. So, yeah. you know, that's a pretty good track record. Yeah. 50, 49 to 50, 50 weeks out of the 52. So. Oh, yeah. And even so, you know, do it remotely. Do Technology. Rem yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, we're gonna we're spending the night listening to Stream Beats, a very lo-fi Christmas again, since it's that holiday time of year. Uh, you can check them out on iTunes, Spotify, all of those places. It's a DRM-free music you can use for streaming or making YouTube videos or all of the things uh, made by uh, Harris Heller and Alpha Gaming. So go check them out. They're great, great people. A lot of insight and information for as far as this kind of community. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for announcements. Uh, yeah, I uh, do have a programming change uh, this Sunday when we do Sunday with Scoob. Instead of starting at 10 a.m. Eastern, we're actually going to start at 12 p.m. Eastern. So about noon. And we're just going to focus on painting the mini. There's currently a draw, a, a poll in the in the in the discord. Uh, Scoop Studio Discord, if someone wants to run the thing in the chat, uh, bang Discord. And uh, what you can come in there, we have a channel for painting and there's a current uh, poll for which mini I'm gonna do this Sunday. Uh, it looks to be the Magma Wolf, uh, but so if not, throw in, get your votes in for that. And uh, go from there. I think whatever the runner up is, that will be what I paint when we come back in January. So little, little, little change on that. Uh, we have our season finales of Shadow Watch and Challenge Accepted uh, this Saturday. So those promises to be very exciting and interesting. Uh, so many things, so many things going on. So lots of things here and there that keeps it going, keeps the yeah. blood flowing. And I've got an idea for something I'm going to try uh, in next year. Uh, probably it's uh, going to open up uh, when we do Sunday with Scoob. I'm going to open up the Discord voice channel so that my moderators, my cast members, and anyone who is a tier three subscriber here on Twitch can jump into the voice and we can have a dialogue while I'm painting the mini. You can ask me behind the screen type questions sit and just shoot the breeze all of those things and uh even rye can jump in and we can talk back and forth about any kind of shenanigans while i'm painting the mini so shenanigans, yes. something to something to kind of look forward to we may do a beta test of that uh this sunday if not definitely that'll be one of the things for next year is opening up that voice so people can we can chit chat while i'm painting a mini yes something interesting but again if you're a patreon supporter if you're a tier 3 subscriber if you are a moderator are a member of the studio staff and you are um or a cast member of any of the DD streams or any of the games that i play and you're in the discord you can jump in that channel and we can have dialogue so we'll see how that goes uh well all right right what you been up to this week i mean have you have you been getting your christmas shopping done I have been doing shopping, mostly selfish shopping, but that's just because that's just what I do. Shopping and shopping. Yeah, just shopping for people, for things, for me. I did buy me some new running shoes because it's that time of year. Um, every uh, every six months, I get new running shoes. 
So got my some new pair. I decided let me let me let me uh, spend a little bit more than I usually do and get some really decent ones this time, since you know I go I'm going a little harder and harder and farther. So do um, not skip out on shoes, man. Do not ever skip out on shoes. That's the one thing I learned when I started running is do not skip out on those running shoes. So I just decided just to go one up, you know, one up a little more. So hopefully these different pair that I got will be uh, last me a little bit longer. But speaking of running, did another 5K over the weekend. Congrats. Called, How are you uh, feeling? Oh, it's feeling good. Uh, me and a uh, fellow co-worker went out uh, to Mount Trashmore. And because of COVID, um, it's not a traditional 5K. It's a virtual 5K. So basically you run the 5K and then you, you know, you add your time and everything up on the website. But yeah, thank you. But next year, once, you know, the the actual 5K start to come back to the norm, definitely going to look forward to doing a little bit more than two because I did two this year. So I want to add a third next year. So nice. probably in nice. the summer, you know, because a lot a lot of them do happen in the summer. So over 32 pairs of shoes, Chili. Good Lord. That is a lot of shoes. I thought I bought a, my brand of choice is Puma. I love Pumas. Um, but yeah, I've never had that many pair of shoes. Well, I, I, me personally, I don't particularly care for the brand. It, well, I've had a lot of New Balance of recently because I'm more interested in the build in the in the build of the shoe and the support and everything. I but nice uh, fringe benefit if uh, <laughs> if you work for a shoemaker and you can get the good shoes at a discount. Hey, you know, you know, sometimes it's all about the inside connection. But yeah, well, I've, got, I've got an uncle who, who who has worked with Red Wing for years and years and years, had a couple of shops he ran for Red Wing. So he, he, he had the inside scoop there. Oh, yeah, it's definitely good. Yeah. Oh, Night Rod, how you doing? Hey, Night Road. Night Road, Night Rod, Night Road. Okay, I did. I did. I did read that a while back. That the you know Puma and Adidas, the people, the the two guys were brothers. So that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Puma is my choice. Like like you, it's 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 more or less of the brand, but the comfortability with the shoe, especially the running shoes that I get, because that's where I get all my running shoes is from Puma. Um. Hey, if you got a brand that works and whatnot, and the fact that they support your foot and all of those things, because it's amazing how damaging running can be, but how great running can be for you. Oh, yeah. Really catch 22. But other than that, other than the 5K, um, just lots of, uh, oh. Libanez, thank you, my friend. Thanks thank for you. the resub. Four month streak. Keep it going. Thank you. Thank you. Keep it on. Keep it on. All those um, things. If you get a prime membership for Amazon, you have, you get a free subscription, free uh, subscription a month for Twitch. She catches. You have to renew every month. So, but if if you feel we're worth your your prime subscription, awesome. Do it. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, I lost my train of thought. All these subscriptions are getting me hyped. Um, but anyways, lots of gaming um uh i am with school being done i'm starting to fill in um fill in the time with some of the much needed catching up on streaming so there's a few shows that i'm definitely going to catch up on netflix and prime and hbo max i did watch through one on prime today or not today but i finished it up called wayne um interesting show mm. um talk about that maybe later Okay. Very quick, quick review of it. Um, but other than that, filling in with a lot more anime, uh, a lot more watching, and probably 
um, some more uh, finishing up the Robin Williams bi biography because school doesn't start back till near the end of January. So I should have enough time to finish up that biography. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think uh, winter break for my kids is starting on Friday. Oh, yeah, definitely. With this coming Friday, yep. the 18th. Hey, well, if you're at home, there's really not much that happens in that week. Before. Well, that and they announced uh, last night that they that the superintendent decided that when we come back from the winter break, we're going to they're going to spend the next two weeks all virtual, uh, taking what they learned from the post Thanksgiving uh, spike yeah. and seeing if this could curb it by not having everybody immediately right back in the classroom. Not that they're all a lot anyway, but hey. Hey, a little bit, you know, mitigation goes a long way. But on the positive note, two vaccines are, are out there. So Yes, they are starting to hit. They're starting to go. Everybody's, you know, getting there. It's frontline workers and politicians are getting it first and then everybody else. I like what you said there. Catch 22. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they yeah. think they're better than us. So, yeah, they're going to get first. they're going to get in line. Well, I think the health care workers do definitely need to get it first. well i think the frontline workers yeah. yeah and i think politicians should wait in the freaking back of the line like all the rest of us yeah i'll be here waiting I'll that's be... just me i oh, know i agree with you totally 100 percent on that but i'll be in the back just being like yeah <laughs> chugging my drink be that one lone voice in the crowd that's completely off the <laughs> with the tone yeah you got the drink in the air yeah <laughs> <laughs> I will be going bonkers the first time I walk through those uh, those are amphitheater doors and screaming at whoever's on stage. So, mm, mm, yeah, cool. So what's been happening with the scuba? Oh, with me, it's been uh, game prep, game prep, and getting ready for. The last week, I spent a full day playing Cyberpunk because you you gifted you gifted me the game for Christmas. Yes, That's an awesome Christmas present. Oh yeah, you, you um, put it in my ear, and I was like, hey, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, so I put a full day into it or I spent, I spent the day, I spent Wednesday watching gamers, little playground. And then I spent Thursday, the entire day playing it. I pretty much said, no, I'm not doing anything else except playing this game today. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out that way, but I was in the game pretty much most of the day. I had a few distractions cause you know, being a parent and, yeah, and, and, you know, moderator for, for Realm Smith. So there were some times I had to look away to answer, answer a question or a comment in yeah. some of the chats and then come back. Like you're not important, but night city. <laughs> well, they are important. I, I, no, no, no. The Realm, Realm Smith community is very important very to me. Important. I'm sorry. Um, but it's, it's just keeping an eye on those things. But uh, yeah, it was doing that. It was, we had the games. I think this this Saturday, the games were wild and nuts and crazy, and it was great. <laughs> Can't wait to hear. Um, so yeah, I'll cover that in State of Game. Uh, and then uh, had friends come over on Fri on Sunday, and instead, we didn't have enough people to play D&D, but instead we cracked open a new version of Small World. It's uh, called Small World of Warcraft. So... Hmm. It, it, some interesting changes to the game normally with small world you have a fold-out map and that's all there with uh this one they actually instead of a they had a, a stack of islands with really? ports so you use a combination of small medium and large depending on how many how many players you're playing with okay. and you can only eggs you can only come onto the island uh via the ports 
and they added some uh, some other new elements to the game, which overall wasn't bad. We got about six turns in, and then we had to stop because one of my one of my friends got himself a new job, and so he has to start be getting up at like five in the morning. So obviously we can't do late night. Yeah, I mean you know. It, it's well, 545 the things you know yeah. we all got the things the but things, uh things. <laughs> it was a lot of fun i was playing uh forsaken so i had an interesting ability to where after i if i conquered another region and killed uh a member uh, somebody from that army then i could pay victory coins to increase the size of my army so it was like oh yeah that's fun so i just and then i had this thing for defensive so i got to put these little strongholds that made them yeah, uh, un, un, unconquerable if provided uh, I had an, enough uh, extra things, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're not familiar with the game Small World, uh, you can you can go check it out. Uh, Days of Wonder, I think, is the publisher, but realistically, the best playthrough or intro or introduction to that is go go to YouTube, look up uh, Tabletop by Will Wheaton. Episode one is actually them playing Small World with Grant Imahara. So great uh, introduction to how that is. Early girl, long time no see. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Um, yeah, Small Libanese Small World is great. I love that game. I have a copy, but I don't have all the expansions. Really? Yeah, there is a virtual version of most of those Days of Wonder games. Small World, Ticket to Ride, and a couple others you can get on Steam and play virtually with friends. Um, so, but yeah, that was the majority of my thing. I uh, was getting that stuff, getting those things going. Um, I'm tracking down somebody, uh, uh, somebody to come and take a look at the heater in the house. Because uh, way back, uh, a few weeks ago, I had some electrical surges in the property and turns out it was some loose wires from the transformer well i think i think because most furnaces in residential run off 240 and one of the 120 lines was was surging so it might have damaged my heater so i'm gonna have to have someone come take a look at the hvac and one guy was back and forth on he's got a lot of a lot of stuff going on in his personal life so he wasn't able to come out he actually it's like i'm not gonna be able to do it can you find somebody else I sent an email, didn't get a response. Then he's like, hey, I think I can. Great. Can you come? He never shows up. It's like, oh, sorry. Drama. It's like, all right. So I called up somebody else and they're going to try and come out on Monday. So yeah, all space haters all the time. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> got to stay warm, especially with the temperature dropping. Some way. But uh, yeah. That's kind of that, that's pretty much been my thing. It's just kind of you know doing the things. Been cleaning up a lot more around here. I mean the the studio is a lot cleaner than it was and a lot better to get started. So and of course I painted the mini on Sunday, which was a horse a dragon skull hermit crab, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> Paint job came out really well. So far a lot of people liked it. Yeah, you, you say uh, you say crab and I think of that one game. Yeah, that's been on my mind too. Yokai Bunny with that 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 fight crab. Oh yeah. Or fight crab. Yeah, it's like that's wild. That, 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 that's what you call a, a derail from sequences. It is on my. I did put it in my Steam list to purchase at some point. Uh, but not today. Not today. 
15,000 purses. Good lord, Harley girl. I, I, I hope you're getting a little bit of rest in. That's a lot of purses. Uh, from what I remember with her job, it's like, yeah. That could be a little rough. Oh, that's good. Glad you're getting rest. I'm glad you're hanging out with us. It's hey, been a uh, while. Yeah. Get to see us. Well, let's two faces. Well, let's talk about some movies. Let's move into our reviews. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, let's get down and dirty. Let's get to the reviews. Got a surprise for you. Surprise. Surprise. We're going to talk about Ava first. This is a new movie that came out on Netflix not too long ago. Uh, it's kind of your spy action thriller bit. Oh, yeah, uh, it's a mixture of, of all those. So, Rai, why don't you uh, lead us off? Tell us, tell us, because tell us about your review. And if you're curious about checking out other reviews Rai does, go to ryreviews.com, all one word. You can see all the various reviews that he's done. And some of them are quite interesting uh, debate. Uh, uh, topics of debate and is informative. Yeah. There's positive, negatives, and then when it's a bad movie, I call it all out. We're not going to talk about that movie. Yeah. We're not talking about that movie. No, we're not talking about that movie, but let's, we're talking about this movie. Yeah, let's talk about this we're one. Talking about, you know, a femme fatale going around kicking people's butts. Um, so, Ava is a Netflix original, which just came out on Netflix, and it stars Jessica Chastain in the role of the titular character, Ava. She is known as a deadly assassin who is supreme at her craft, and she works for a, a, a black ops organization, no name, no explanation. And most of them don't really need one. They're all about the same. Yeah, they're pretty much. But this this, this one kind of has a vibe of like John Wick. Yeah, a little bit of John Wick, a little bit of uh, Jason Bourne and slight Mission Impossible all mixed into one. Um, what happens here is, is this takes place a little bit after, you know, her getting into the role of assassins and doing, you know, it has a montage of all her assassination attempts. Um, one assassination attempt goes doesn't go as planned so now it's basically the whole film centers around a race against time where she is dealing with the fallout of this mission so not only does she try to uh, reconnect with her original past she also has this organization that's bearing down on her that wants to take her out because of this faux pas of an assassination attempt um basically this film is a very much a prototypical um prototypical a prototypical action espionage thriller so think of jason bourne john wick and um and any other kind of uh, action espionage thriller and throw it in here and strip it down to having one strong main lead and everything else just pretty much typical archetypes from those genres so basically what you have is Ava goes back home to Boston and she's trying to recuperate from her last mission but at the same time when you get introduced to her backstory and her family and a little bit of this like secondary side story the main plot that centers around John Malkovich's and Colin Farrell's character they're going butting heads on what they should do with Ava should they keep her in the organization or should they take her out so there's this tug of war at the top over this one character but on the down low, on the surface level, you get to actually see a very poignant detailed characterization of an assassin 
um, because what you find out is Ava, even though she is the prototypical agent, she does have a lot of flaws. She has drug habits, she has family issues, she has a lot of this stuff in between that adds a little bit of girth to the basic storytelling of an espionage thriller. But through a bulk of the film, it does get a lot of it does get convoluted and a lot of convenient uh, plot setups have the plot moving quickly in one direction which leaves not really a lot of time to give depth to all the other characters in her life. Even with that straddling line of action and drama, what makes this film endearing, at least to me, makes it enjoyable to a point is Ava. I think Jessica Chastain does a great job in balancing both the assassin role and who she is as a flawed human being because of her drug habits because of her past because of what causes all the strife in both her family and the agency so when everything comes to head in the end um it leads into a confrontation with uh, collins farrell's character simon which is a pretty good action sequence because it all takes place in an apartment but it wraps up in a very convenient place where if you're following the outline of this film you can pretty much call out every scene leading up to the heavy foreshadowed uh, epilogue of a supposed sequel take it away scuba uh yeah um i actually kind of enjoyed this one and yes it does it is very cookie cutter I mean, it's, if we've seen, we have seen so many different variations, uh, this, this basic formula, it doesn't feel all that unique. But that being said, the unique elements is the fact that unlike your typical trope of the main character being a loner and uh, a prodigy who's picked up by Black Ops in, in, in some way for some form or fashion, this one, it is she is someone you see who's a valid victorian she is a prodigy but then she gets hooked on drugs and alcohol and falls falls down to the bottom and then and so you have and then joins the military after that but the fact that we have someone who is dealing with addiction and it's a forefront in a lot of her processes and dealing with someone who's an addict because that's not something that is like oh well i stopped using i'm good and like no you're you're always sliding and you see her get tempted multiple times and you actually kind of root for it um but it is very i thought it was very kind of refreshing to see uh, an, uh see that element in it and then there are moments that it's just okay let's just have a little brevity to these things like the aforementioned fight it's actually a hotel room not an apartment okay because she's staying at she she pretty much lives out of a suitcase yeah go figure but um the whole battle with the whole fight with her and simon after she just had all this stuff with her family and making peace with certain elements of her family and making peace with what she's become I think is is some interesting elements and just their whole banter back and forth is just it's it's really kind of comical and humorous and so much of the yeah um if you don't it, it's one of those things you you're probably best to just leave well enough alone and it's when someone doesn't leave well enough alone that it comes back to bite them and this is a great example of that because that whole the whole conflict between simon and duke it's like duke is like look just 
just leave her alone yeah. just give her some time and he's like no she screwed up she's doing this thing that's against protocol it's against what the it's against what management wants oh yeah and it's like we don't do it and yeah he did it and he paid for it but that's you check it out it's a lot of fun um the vibe for john wick is from the fact the whole organization the whole way this thing is organized they talk about the con the con uh, uh these contacts are closed um upper man uh, management is not happy uh this code that code so it sounds like in this ex ex executive firm versus the high table but i think this is great as a one-off the everything kind of wraps up in a nice little bow so we don't need to continue down this but it's it's not a very unique film we've seen yeah. of these before they're great character pieces in different elements there are parts of it that are kind of yeah the past and the present meeting and then it's like there are several moments where it's just like this the people make assumptions on this person who vanished eight years ago and then comes back and when she comes back when she gets triggered to do certain things everybody's like who are you where have you been what the heck happened yeah it's it, it's it, there there are parts where it's a just a, a jumbling of typical actions espionage tropes and then there are points where it is strong with the character and the drug abuse and the back and forth between duke and simon and and things about betrayal oh yeah i mean there's a lot of undercurrent there's a lot of undercurrents of betrayal in this and and that emotional uh baggage that comes with that but overall rye what did you give the film overall this is a this is a very uh by the books action thriller film it is fun and enjoyable it's a good watch at home um i wouldn't go past a, a friday night so 2.5 out of 5 friday night rental me i gave it a 3.0 because I think the some of the family dynamic and uh, that is part of this. And the, again, putting a focus on someone who's dealing with addiction in this role is kind of refreshing take on the character build. So that's why I'm giving it a three, uh, a three out of five. So matinee, that's probably what your matinee rating. Yeah, three out of five is matinee. Yeah. So it's a great Netflix film probably have a different opinion if i had to if for a theatrical release but then again right now theatrical releases you kind of need something so this is a very niche film anyway yeah but now uh, now that we've got that done we've got another review and now this is going to be an interesting review because this is a movie i've seen and what did you just do this is a movie i have seen but not a movie rye has seen yet nope i haven't it was one i planned to watch um but what happened was cyberpunk happened so <laughs> he's gotta blame he's blaming cyberpunk it's a good blame it's a good blame i'm not arguing that but we'll get to that yeah yeah but uh yeah i this is another netflix film that just came out it's called jingle jangle um you're you're every, this time of year we get all kinds of holiday films that come out this one is a musical um I I wouldn't call it a musical Wally. -E. This is uh, it's kind of a different element. We have Forrest Whitaker in uh, and Keenan. Oh, what is this from Keenan? Well, I can't remember his full name, but I I know I had this here. Let's look it up. Yeah, look it up on IMDb. Let's see. So you had Forrest Whitaker. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Keegan Michael Key from That's the Key. It. Keegan Peele. Michael Key. Uh, it is a musical. Um, it's just not a the 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 little robot dude. He's he he actually has a fairly minor part in the whole film. Let's be honest, but this is this is kind of a blending of a a different way of telling a Christmas Carol. Uh, you have Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker's character um, is a toy maker, an eccentric toy maker, who uh, is betrayed by Keena Michael Key's character. And uh, years have gone by. He's just he's lost everything, and he's just kind of bitter. And hasn't really had that spark of imagination until his granddaughter comes along who kind of shows him again what it's like to believe in the fantastical so the overall though this isn't a bad this, this is one of those things you kind of seen this magical journey refinding and rediscovering the joy of being a, a kid in the season and imagination and it, it's really kind of fun the music is amazing it's got a very Hamilton vibe to it. So if you're a fan of the music of Hamilton, you'll see some of that in in this. Um and some of the other so it's a, I thought it was really good, but I was thinking about it this felt like uh another film and we were talking about this offline is uh Mr. Magoo's Wonder Emporium, which is a film that came out in 2007 at a very similar kind of t kind of feel eccentric toy maker world of magic and mystery or magic and wonderment and then we have this he's trying to rediscover the spark that had him as a great inventor uh showcasing family showcasing talking about loss and cut, getting over and looking stop dwelling on what you lost look at what you have and all kinds of shenanigans ensue um, I think the breakout character is the uh, the the girl who plays the the granddaughter. Uh, this is her first film, uh, so this is her introduction, and she nailed it. She nailed it from the singing. She nailed it from the choreograph. She nailed. She just nails it, in my opinion. So, Rye, what do what are your impressions? Uh, my impressions is is like you had me at if you're a fan of Hamilton because I was a supreme. I watched that I watched that on Disney Plus like three times in a row. Um, it sounds like it's a very fun, a, a recycled fun adventure. Definitely a twist with adding like it feels like a Christmas Carol spun in with toy magic and musical flavor. Yep. It, it, it's definitely a lot of fun i'm i would say it's probably a solid like if you're a fan of musicals and you're a fan of this kind of christmas thing as far as as a christmas film i call it a 3.5 uh there were points that had me rolling uh there were points that i was just like oh wow and then there are a lot of interesting easter eggs in here for other films that these characters these, these actors have done um but it great film to check out it's on netflix it's about two hours of your time but it's enjoyable it got me in the feels a few times with the whole with some of the some of the talk of family and how it's like you're broken and you're trying to recapitalize after loss it's it, really a lot of fun yeah it's definitely it's definitely one that's been that i might that i've been wanting to watch just other things have gotten way might um might catch it sometime this week and throw up my review later on my website awesome that's always good and a few others um along the way until next episode 
Well, we're going to move into our next thing, which is state of game. State of game. And we're going to start off with Cyberpunk 2077. Night City. So. Oh, wow. Quick fix on that. While I'm doing that, Rye, tell us about your experience with uh, oh, Night City. Experience with Cyberpunk 2077. Well, I I was going to play it a day of, but a couple other um, fun announcements dropped that day. So I played um, I played it the day after, and then the day after, and then the day after. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 is um, is What's the way I put it? It's an engrossing experience. Um, um, Mr. Chelly says it's a super slow for a bit. Um, me, I get distracted in games like this. There's a meme that I showed you that represents when you're heading off to save the Wonderland. Yeah, off to save the kingdom and then side quests. And just within the initial setting, once you get into just the one part, yeah, there's a lot of just the navigation and just finding random things to do, um, which I like. And it's packed with content, which I appreciate. Um, the one thing I do like is the fact of how you have to, um, the customization. The customization is that good balance of deep but efficient, um, which is nothing that I wouldn't expect because they did make The Witcher 3, which gave the perfect balance of RPG for me, and I'm feeling the same way here. Um, depending on which route you go to when you're, you know, um, building out your character model and working through the missions, what I do appreciate is the fact that there is a plethora of weapons. Um, and the fact that you can just stick with a handful of weapons and just keep leveling them up. Um, which, uh, reminds me a lot of the division. Um, the one thing that engrosses you into this game is the decisions. And just the initial, um, the initial playthrough, you can see that every decision you make, even the subtle thing of refusing somebody's drink, can have a big impact a few a uh, few conversations down the road um so i do appreciate that the 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 epitome of choice which is one of the things that a lot of the reviews were pointing out is that choice is pertinent in what you do here uh, this one choice is king no doubt Choice is king and no matter what choice you mean make it doesn't matter if it's a good or bad choice it's just there is an outcome and it, there will be an outcome of some sorts and especially when eventually when uh johnny silverhand comes into play <laughs> oh did i say his name right yep okay yeah when he comes into play because i was curious how they were going to incorporate him and when they incorporate him i'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't gotten that far or hasn't gotten the game but it's it's a very i think of a, a comical but rewarding experience on how he tags along with you on your journey yeah um so which uh which path did you start with uh 
I can't remember right now. You have Street Kid. You have Street Kid. Okay. You want Street? You I have Street, Street Kid, Kid, Outlander, and then Corporate. I was going to do Outlander. Corporate didn't 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 vibe with me. I was like, yeah, that's too typical. Uh, so I was like, I went Street Kid. Yeah, I went Outlander. Yeah. Because I like wide open spaces and I like the, you know all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I've had a lot of fun with the game too. Yeah, Nomad. That's what's Outlander Nomad. But yeah, I did the Nomad and um got the game is spent wednesday watching gamers little playground at first i was a little hesitant on watching it but then the more i watched it the more i realized that the choices you make will change and even they said they had seven different endings when they did their playthrough so and they're going to do a few more but and that made me feel a little bit better about playing the game and going and then playing it on my own it's just like it's so i spent 12 hours just to get through act one yeah and i'm (laughs) and i'm kind of feeling buyers i'm kind of regretting i went i think i went too i went through it too fast you think so i don't even know if i'm out of act one or not but i know you know you're out of act one when johnny silverhand starts showing up so i'm okay then i am but I think I went through Act One too fast because there were so many different side quests, and I kept falling in those rabbit holes. Yeah. So three hours getting to the apartment makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those games where it's so lively and so just like vast and a lot of lot of colorful things that will catch you off guard. The one of the great fun things I like doing is when I'm going around and I'm busting up, you know, city crime, and I just show up on people and just start wailing on them for for the for the common good maybe um i i I find that fun yeah yep and you have to be careful because if you shoot civilians the cops will come cops will show up i had that happen once oh yeah i had that happen once i ran into a cop and then i just kept shooting at cops and then the next tier came after me and i just kept shooting back until i died <laughs> so we would so far we're having fun now here's an interesting bit is people are there been a lot of, there's been a lot of chatter about the graphics quality on uh certain consoles yeah um and it was like oh we were and it was like we're both playing on the xbox one base baseline xbox one and i have to say the graphics haven't been that bad I have had no different issues than any day one game I've played on the Xbox One. And I've had and I've had it crash three times. Twice. Uh, one time I was talking to Dex and trying to pick up a shiny thing on a table and it caused it to crash. And then there was a couple of times I restarted restarted save so I could do something I should have done before because I didn't like the way the story was going and I wanted to change my path. <laughs> which was interesting i mean it literally that if you choose not to do something it will affect you later i'm titan i have it on xbox one i haven't had a problem with the graphics there's stuff out there we're saying like people's faces don't show up and things like that i haven't had that problem yeah i haven't had any issue running the game in terms of graphic quality i've had a few i've had bugs but Bugs are kind of expected on launch. I mean, 
One of my favorite ones is the is you get there when Jackie pulls the biochip out of his head and gives it to you while the game glitched and he was holding his gun and put it in his head and then pulled it out so that it was still kind of stuck in his head. There's a few things like that. Yeah, to me, I, I call those just like just a typical cosmetics. They don't take away from the enjoyment because I'm still going to go running and gunning and building my character. So... <laughs> I mean, depending on how fast you go, like yeah. if you're, in, I mean, but I haven't, I honestly haven't seen a whole lot of those kind of issues. Now it could be now that I'm in the second fate act two, um, then I would be like, okay, maybe there's more, but so far I'm, re I really enjoyed it. I mean, I burned 12 hours in that game and actually more than 12 hours, I think. I so much time in there and I didn't feel like I was slogging through anything. It was okay. Where's this lead? Where's that lead? How do I approach this? How do I do that? How many different times can things go completely sideways? Cause I, I got a little too trigger happy when I should have been a little more stealthy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I do stealthy. And then I was like, screw it and just start wailing on everybody. That's, that's me though. I yeah. Can, I can and I love, and I love the default setting when you start the game is hard. <laughs> that I thought was an absolutely hilarious bit. It's like most games start off at normal and then you get to move to hard. No, this one's like, nope, we're going to start off at hard mode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm not a very good game gamer, so I'm not brave enough to do hard mode. So I went with normal. Although yeah. I, I do, I do kind of like the philosophy is started on the hardest setting because games should be, games should be challenging. I'm not thinking I'm going to do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's how I, I, how I was with the Jedi Fallen Order. I thought I could, I, I could bang the buck and then I lower that setting down because I wanted to finish the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing normal because I'm having fun. If I get around to a second playthrough, then I maybe I'll bump harder. it up. Yeah, I might go hard later, but like nowadays, I, I keep it around normal because I just want to just sit back and just enjoy the game. Yeah. You know, I'm not worried about being OP or anything. I just want to just go around and enjoy the game. Yeah, I'm all about enjoying. I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm all about enjoying. But so I'm liking this. Um, I haven't I, I don't have much of an opinion on my, uh, my own opinion on uh, Johnny Silverhand, but I do know that talking about this game and I got to ask you. This game has a lot of character customization. And this was, some of us have heard about the level of customization you can have on this game. Uh, some of it is other, but you know, it's been like this trope, like how well you can customize characters. Uh, I gotta say, there are certain customizable options uh, on this game that I thought were really, really useless. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I mean, cosmetically, uh, they're, they're, but I I see no practical use of that level of customization. Uh, but then again, eh. uh, 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 some of the customization when I when I came across certain customization, I was just like, that is interesting. But I appreciate choice. I, that's what I said. Fair enough. Fair enough. Even if there's no point of it, I appreciate the choice. Okay, I, I will concede that. I'm just saying, me personally, it's kind of useless. Yeah, it's kind of useless. Um, but 
anybody that's plays the game and has built their character knows what we're talking about we don't even have to say or do any innuendos or say anything all we have to do is just say customization but I'm, i will say though i probably am ne not going to stream this game because i cannot turn off enough settings to make it more family friendly because i try to be family friendly on my streams yeah this game ain't family friendly this game is not happening this is straight up explicit no matter what setting you pick so it's a hard m rating if not beyond just from the environment let alone the dialogue oh yeah i just i i yeah i'm enjoying this game so far um and it's a great it's a great compliment because at, at the same time i'm i'm you know i have cyberpunk and before i hit monotony i jump right over to valhalla and go rampaging with my viking there so i am enjoying both because they have both complementary stories very good stories very good characterization very good uh you know rpg elements in both and just the vast open world in both so it's a good complement to one and the other mm -hmm. um, with valhalla I am con I have conquered most of England so far. So I'm I think I'm nearing the end of that game. No? After about 50 plus hours in it so far. That's not bad. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, I'm I I can't wait to finish uh, Valhalla. I want to go back and finish the last part of that Asgard storyline that you told me about, Scuba, cuz I'm almost done with it. Um and props that did fill in a lot of gaps. You told me it fills in a lot of gaps. It does fill in a lot of gaps. Well, that's good. That's good. Glad you're enjoying that. And yeah, I think I think all of us can agree. Cyberpunk is nowhere near family friendly. <laughs> and I think any parent who buys this for a minor needs to really understand what they're getting involved in. Because I remember back when Grand Theft Auto V came out. And I remember working at GameStop uh, for a season when it came out and having multiple conversations with uh, parents over the fact that their little 14, 15 year old kid wanted, uh, or some in some cases younger, wanted this game because it was the coolest game to come out. And I was like, are you kidding? This is a game about carjacking. At its core is carjacking. Yeah, carjacking running and gunning and shooting. And now we're gonna now, now skip ahead five years. Or has it been five years? It's been more five years at this what, point. Uh, GTA 5? Yeah. It came out at the tail end of the 360 era. So 2015. All right, five years. 2014. Five, six years. Yeah. And now we're going to skip into Cyberpunk. Yeah. Now. No, 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 no. Don't. If you are a parent, and I have played a lot of mature games through the ages, this is not one to start off on a 10-year-old. Mm -mm. Oh God, no! No, 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 no! I'm only it's, speaking don't... from experience. <laughs> no, no, no! Cyber, there is trust me, Mayflower. There How is, is nothing. How old is her brother? Uh, I know, I know them. Okay. I, I know her and her brother. I straight up, you should probably have them give me a call if they want to talk. If they want to want to get an opinion on Cyberpunk before they get it, because yeah, COD that. COD is middle school compared yeah. to Cyberpunk. Yeah, COD is Teletubbies to this game. This, this, this game is... It'll get you. There is a there's a whole sequence with Johnny Silverhand that is like, oh, wow, they went there. Oh, yeah, they, they go pretty far with Johnny Silverhand, and he is pretty much out there. <laughs> uh, 
especially yeah, yeah that's all i gotta say <laughs> that's good you don't want to play but you know there it gets it, it's a little me. so I it's a little gra it, it gets a little graphic but you know we all we, we beat that to death at this point yeah um but outside of that cyberpunk yeah. is a great game yeah it really is a great game cyberpunk is a, even with its glitches it's still a fun game yeah i can't wait for some of the patches yeah, to keanu come out his voice is johnny silverhand yep keanu is johnny silverhand and i'm holding judgment on my own opinion of his uh performance um i don't think it's bad uh, from what I have seen, I know some people would say he's a little stiff compared to some of the other voice actors. It's Keanu, you know. <laughs> Granted, but I, I definitely have a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to those interactions. I'm gonna rock out tonight. You know? Yeah, I'm wondering if I even get that quest. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Eh, it's choices i'm not sure choices, that's the thing people. that was the thing about this is like i watched somebody else's playthrough and it's like i'm not sure if i'm even going to get the same quest options oh yeah i'm just um just curious to see how this um if i ever get a hold of a series x how it plays on there uh i can't wait for that but yeah if you want to wait for them to get more patches out definitely yeah. give it a few months for a sale or something i'm sure it'll hit a sale probably within two three months yeah there's gonna be two more bigger patches in january and february that's what they said so i'll take my time working have, through it oh yeah i'll take my time i do have valhalla and another game sitting there watchdog legions that i could go back to too so <laughs> yep <sighs> so many choices and i'm thinking about picking up hades Hades is, Hades is a lot of good from what I hear. Yeah. Put it on the Switch. Um, so, yeah. Uh, another thing, uh, real quick, for State of Game is talking about uh, the D&D games from this past weekend. We had Challenge Accepted and Shadow Watch. Shadow Watch uh, is... Somebody on the... the see, when we play D&D games here on this channel, uh, viewers have the option to interact with the game via bits, channel points, donations, uh, subbing, following, all of those fun things. Somebody uh, actually redeemed a wandering monster, <laughs> which completely changed the encounter for the first half of the show. Uh, let's hear about it. So I originally planned the encounter with Intellect of Hours. And because of the wandering monster and rolling on the table, uh, we added hook horrors to the mix. So the party had to deal with both hook horrors and intellective hours in the first battle. And it was seven intellective hours and nine hook horrors. That went pretty crazy. But it was fun. <laughs> and I had to fast track a couple other things and I had to get through another map I had built out where they, with some clever stealth, they managed to avoid awakening a really nasty beast that was hibernating in a hole nearby. Well, that's good. Oh yeah, it was great. It sounded like disastrous if that would have happened. Yep. And they, <laughs> they came across a, a, a black pudding and a roper uh, engaged in a fight. So it was like, you come down the hallway, you see these two things fighting each other. What do you do? And it's like, yeah, we're just going to skirt around the side and be like, yeah, no. 
<laughs> but this uh this week this saturday is going to be their their kind of end of year finale uh, the no the deep gnomes they have been hired to escort and protect while they collapse tunnels have been kidnapped have been taken they need to try and find them before they die so they're rushing through to do this so we'll see what happens I'm definitely want to see uh, how it ends up it should be fun it's Saturday morning 10 a.m get your if you you want to help them out they're not they haven't had time for a long rest they're starting to get a little spent so the tricksters will be needed to kind of keep them and that wasn't intentional that just be how things kind of played out challenge accepted on the other hand has found the murderer who is hiding in a extravagant party so they're trying to track him down within the mansion they've got a couple hours left before the deadline and time runs out to try and collect this knife they're looking for so we're going to see how that plays out and whether or not they will get out of uh Paradon and out of the de the dread domains uh intact relatively speaking hobble away people hobble away i've got a couple of i got a couple of surprises in store so <laughs> uh the, the scuba surprises always uh i've been spending time reading the monster manuals there you go so we all know that's going to be fun <laughs> i look forward to it yeah should be loads of fun on that um but that covers state of game <laughs> I don't know about that one, but that might be that might be interesting. <laughs> that might be interesting for season three. Uh, Instead of going to D and D, we'll go to Shadowrun. I'm not familiar enough with Shadowrun to run a game, but yeah, that might be fun. They go through the portal and wind up in a, in, in the future, yeah, as in Shadowrun. Be like, what is this? I don't understand. Oh, I went from a world of swords and magic to wait a minute. I can hack things. I can fly. <laughs> what? I can meet. This is just crazy. What are robots? Robots are a lot of things. But all right. So next up on our on our to do list, uh, we have a couple of uh, media type things to talk about. Some big announcements. Actually, I think I think these two are kind of like the two big things from last week. Yeah, they were um, they were definitely stuff that came out of left field. Well, at least um, for 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 me, one of them did. I didn't. All right. So we'll go through the first one. Last week, Disney had a shareholders call. They called it Investor Day 2020. Oh yeah. And if you hadn't heard, they decided to just back up a dump truck and unload a whole lot of stuff in this investor call plus another dump truck of a lot of stuff on top of that. one wasn't good enough they had to do two they had to do two dump. <laughs> so rye why don't you start us off with uh, your highlights from the investor call uh from the the investor call basically at this uh call they it was pretty much a uh a plethora of a plethora of content that's going to be dumped on us on Disney Plus throughout the next two three years. Um, couple of highlights from it is one of the big things that they announced is Star. And if you're not familiar with Star, that it's probably because Star is the international brand for Disney around the world. Um, basically, this is going to be the banner where they're going to stick a lot of their um, uh, a lot of their content for their international markets in both Latin America, over in Asia, Europe, Canada, and also. This is an, going to be another um, 
thing on the Disney Plus, another uh, moniker along that branch of Disney, Star Wars, National Geographic, etc., etc. And basically, it's going to offer a lot of uh, um, more PG-13 and higher content that is not children-friendly. And also, it's going to host a lot of localized content for the specific areas. So that'll bring in a lot more people, a lot more content, a lot more uh, variety for Disney. Um, going down the line, some of the big highlights for me, um, Star Wars, obviously. Well, let, let, let's preface that. They, they said they're going to have 10 different Star Wars projects, 10 Star Wars series, 10 Marvel series, and 15 live action Disney animation, Pixar, as well as 15 Disney live action uh, uh, 15 different uh, movies and series and all kinds of craziness. They also announced that their next and the next uh, Walt Disney Animation Studio film, Raya and the Last Dragon, is going to be doing when it releases in March. It's going to be in theater and on the Disney Plus premiere same day. Yeah, and. You know they're going to try to uh, you know get as many people to watch that as 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 they can it does look very good it does incorporate a lot of a uh, uh, lot of um lore and mythology from southeast asia and the asian pacific islander group so that'll definitely have a special place in my heart um having heritage from the philippines um but speaking of star wars there was a lot of great things they dropped in here they have the spin-off shows from the mandalorian uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka, um, but the 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 things that caught my eye, the ones that I'm looking in, you know, looking forward to is um, uh, the Acolytes, which is going to be a series set at the end uh, end days of the High Republic, but from the Sith's perspective, and also the announcement of the next Star Wars movie, uh, Rogue Squ Squadron, that is going to be directed by no other than Patty Jenkins. Take it away, Scuba. Uh, yeah, uh, to answer that comment in there, yes, it is going to be $29.99, just like they did with Mulan for the Disney premiere. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, as far as the properties and stuff, I was actually kind of excited. I was actually really excited because they're going to do the Bad Batch. They had a sizzle reel for that. Oh, yeah, that looks pretty cool. The various Marvel series and how they're picking up steam and they've got more casting and more right. uh, information about those. But it's just, there's so much stuff to talk about from this yeah. and so many things where it's like, then this is like the next three to five years, this is the next two to three years out, all of these things that are coming. Oh yeah. So. Uh, some some of the ones that I'm looking forward to, just the pinpoint, um, they are put in uh, a, a live action Pinocchio um, and- With Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I'm saying that right, right? Yep. Geppetto, directed by Robert Zemeckis. If you know who he is, he did the Back to the Future franchise. Uh, it's going to be on Disney Plus. Little Mermaid live action is coming to Disney Plus. Um, Cruella, so it's going to be 101 Dalmatians from her perspective, live action on Disney Plus. Um, some of the other things that I am looking forward to is that, that they're doing a Zootopia series, yep. a uh, Baymax series, which is a sequel to um, Big Hero 6. Um, they oh this is this is a special place in my heart. I have grew up watching Toy Story since I was a kid. So every iteration of the film has mimicked my growth as a person. But what they're going to do, Pixar is going to release a Buzz Lightyear origin film 
that is going to be based on an actual astronaut that influenced the character, the, the toy, Buzz Lightyear. Yep, because voiced by Chris Evans. Yeah. A um, couple other things is uh, they have... If you're a fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia... Oh, this is good news. They ordered four more seasons, making it the, the longest-running live-action sitcom in television history. Yeah. They're going to do a series adaptation of the Alien franchise... That caught me off guard. Actually, that was one of the ones I was like, wait, what? And Ridley Scott's coming back. Yup. So. Um, there's a lot of lot of great things. And just to end it on, uh, uh, at least a high note for me, which I, I called, which I thought that was going to be the first one to come back, is that they was officially announced a Fantastic Four film um, being released within the MCU, but by the director of the last two Spider-Man films, John Watts. Yep. So we'll be it'll be interesting to see all this stuff, all these series, all these films through these different phases. So lots of fun there. Oh yeah. Um, our other, our next thing to talk about is an, while the investor call happened, they also did a little thing called the Game Awards. The Game Awards. So we have the 2020 Game Awards and all the various winners and whatnot. And surprise, surprise. The Last of Us Part Two did a sweep and got was nominated for ten different things and took most of them. Yeah, it took most of them. Uh, the biggest biggest prize was which was Game of the Year, and the five games that were nominated this year were Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing: New Horizon, and the winner, Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, Last of Us Part Two took Game of Year, Game Direction, Narrative and audio design performance uh was laura bailey who played abby in last of us part two uh quite a few of them uh some some interest some shockers on this was uh, i i personally i thought ghost of shishima would have had a few more awards but um something that kind of we were talking about this surprising is in the category of best ongoing no man's sky took it yeah and I it was, was up against apex legends destiny 2 call of duty warzone and fortnite that that, that really really surprises me because fortnite is basically ruling the world in the gaming sphere right now and to see that no man's sky got the award over fortnite is just epitome of of the people that have worked on that game since day one building it from where it was to what it is today yeah uh hey laura laura has been rocking it she was nominated last year for her uh role in gears 5. so it was uh it, she's nailing it and best indie film went to hades not a big surprise there hey what do you know the best mobile game was among us which we're going to play that in a few minutes. <laughs> and it just brings a very like nostalgic place in my heart when I was scrolling down the list and saw that for best sports racing, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 got it. Because that that re-release of that that game package and that deal, it, it's a really it's a really fun game. Yeah, No Man's Sky has been quite the uh quite the history. Yes. Because um, when they were set to launch, their studio burned down, 
<laughs> and they had to try and figure out what to do with that. Oh, yeah. So I definitely might try it out after playing a million hours in the couple games that I have because it is on Game Pass. So. Don't mind me. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of interesting winners in this thing. Um, anything stand out? Uh, anything stand out to you in the chat? I put um, both links for the Disney announcements and the Game Awards in the chat. So if you want to check them out, um, did you think uh, any other game should have won Best Game of the Year other than uh, Last of Us Part Two, Scuba, or? I'm, the thing is, is I wasn't over. I mean, I can see why they won. I just wasn't personally all that impressed with yeah. how they how they did it. Yeah, I I I I I can only speak from the games I played on that list, but I think uh, Ghost of Tsushima should have won because yeah. overall the the experience of that game was one that that from end to end was great um dark horse would have been final fantasy 7 remake but it isn't a complete game because it's only a third of the full game so but it's cool to see that it did get best rpg so nods to that yeah but yeah definitely a, a lot of just a, you know good content um coming down the pipeline with disney plus I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, they did um, announce today that uh, on Disney Plus they're going to do a reboot of Firefly. Oh yeah, that was a thing they were talking about. They were going to do. Um... I didn't play Doom Eternal. I played the other Doom, which was fun. But I know I think Doom Eternal is on Game Pass, so I might check it out too. So. Yeah, Doom Eternal's there, so it's all fun there. But yeah, with that, definitely, um, definitely fun times ahead. Fun times ahead. Heading into the holiday, uh, the last few weeks of the year, the holidays. Uh, definitely, um, going to uh, jump into my holiday tradition, which is watch a couple movies on Christmas or Christmas weekend. Um. The two movies are pretty obvious, which is the two movies I'm going to watch on the mm -hmm. Christmas weekend. So for those of you who don't know, um, the two big movies coming out on Christmas Day is Wonder Woman 1984 and Soul. Um, Wonder Woman on HBO Max and in theaters, and Soul is going to be on Disney+. Plus. Um, Home Alone 1 and 2, definitely back to back. But my Christmas tradition, which I might bring back this year, I haven't done it in a while, and I'll definitely will probably have time to do it is watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I haven't done that in a while. You haven't done that in a while, dude. I do that every year. That yeah. is what I do. Oh yeah, I would I would do it, but you know, other things come into play. But this year I definitely will have the times. Die Hard or Gremlins. Die Hard no question is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Anybody that argues otherwise it doesn't even need to... They don't understand. They don't understand the truth. They don't understand the significance of that as a holiday movie. Speaking of holiday movies, another one that I consider a holiday movie, but on a different note, is because I just like to laugh, is Bad Santa. 
that's another one I want to throw in the pot as a holiday movie tradition. I watch every once in a while on the holidays. So, um, uh, Home Alone 2 I haven't watched in a while. I think it's on one of the streaming services. Yeah, Disney Plus. Go figure. Disney owns everything. <laughs> why would I even why would I even ask that question? Just log into Disney Plus. It's going to be there. Disney Plus or it's on um, Netflix. Max. Oh, HBO Max might have to. Pretty much all of them will have it at this point. Yeah. But it's literally if you have just that you have the Disney bundle, Netflix and HBO Max, you're covered. See, Chili confirmed it. Home Alone 1, 2 and 3 are all on Disney Plus. See? I just need 1 and 2. You can keep 3. Yeah, three kind of felt like it was, oh, let's try to recapture this and amp up the ante of the first one. Yeah. But, you know, the first one's a classic and it was made around Macaulay Culkin. Oh, I yeah, mean, let's like be serious. Home Alone 1 and 2. I watch Home Alone 2 religiously yep. a lot. So I could almost quote that movie. But uh, no, those don't even exist, Shelly. Well, we no, don't talk no, about no, those. No, but that, that's just that, that's just franchise fatigue. But yeah, definitely um, looking to cash in on Wonder Woman and Soul. I'll have my reviews up on my website. If y'all feel like uh, you want to check them out, those reviews will be up during the week after. And also my uh, top 10 of 20 for 20 will be posted or after New Year's. This is going to be an interesting year. I have obvious ones that will be on the list and some interesting choices to make. Yeah, you're right, Lubinez. When I saw four, five, and six, I thought classic Star Wars trilogy. <laughs> and uh, we will see you in uh, after the new year. Uh, so thank you everybody for your support so far. Have a great holiday season. Love each other. Do all the things, and we will see you on our next stream. Good night, everybody. Peace. Uploading data. What? Oh, that was dirty. <laughs> Finish your task. Oh, I can still do tasks when I'm dead? Oh, I love that. <laughs>